right. So um, I'm going to stop for this episode. I'm going to stop uh, using those people that I said that I was uh, sponsored by that aren't paying me, but I was kind of having fun with it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to stop doing that because like, I don't think they've even heard an episode of the podcast to know that I've been doing this. So like, it's ultimately a waste of time. Anyways, this episode's with my cousin, so it's going to be kind of fun. Well, depending on if he, like, actually decides that he wants to post this episode or not. We'll see how he's acting. Um, so, I'm going to start the show now. Yeah. This is my presentation of my cluttered mind, 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 mind. This is my presentation of my cluttered mind, mind, this is my presentation of my cluttered mind. Welcome to Cluttered Minds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, or Marquise of her family, as my cousin calls him Marquise, um, unless he's introducing me to some people. Anyways, uh, Cove, if we're in the military together, or Covington, if you're a superior in the military. Um, Cove, Daddy, if we're doing karaoke together. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I'll leave it at that. That was real um, aggressive. It, I mean, not really. And with me, I have you, nigga. Say your name. <laughs> I mean, you were pretty good at the introduction thing, so I was gonna let so you just, with it. You just want me to introduce you? All right, B Day. That works. All right, yeah. All right. So with me, I have my cousin B Day. He's a. Uh, I don't know what 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 do what do you use as your introduction when you when you tell people who you are or what you do. Uh, I mean, it really depends. It's like code switching. Yeah. If I'm like at a professional event, it's like, oh, I'm an investor. I'm in the private equity industry. But if on the street, it's just, sometimes it doesn't even get that far. It's just like, yo, what up, bro? Uh-huh. Just kind of keep it going. But uh, yeah, I don't, it doesn't really get that far. So, <laughs> all right. Good talk. All right. So you, uh, you said you work at an equity firm? Uh, private equity, yes. So, it's What does that consist of? It's really in layman terms. It's just investments. Like, just happen to be an investor, doing this headhunting thing as well for the firm I work for. And it's kind of dope. Uh, a lot of hard fucking work. But the funniest part is I am the token black guy at my firm. Oh, do you like being? That's, a, no. that's actually, that's an easy thing to talk about. Oh, it's great. So you're the are you the only black guy at your firm? That's what token. Oh yeah, no. See, what token black guy, it kind of means that, but at the same time, it means like the one that they use to represent everyone. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're the only one. But I get it because I'm like the same at my unit. I'm the only black guy too. So like we could talk about that briefly. <laughs> so how was that for you? Oh, it was great. I just used it as leverage. It's just like, guys, you can't fire me because that looks racist. You know, like I can walk around and say whatever I want and be like. Are you treating me unfairly because I'm black? Like, what? Like, what's what's going on? And then I'll say something like, Dude, "Is that a black joke?" <laughs> so I just kind of use that as leverage. But uh, no, nah, I love love the firm I work for. Yeah. Everybody's really cool. But I had this I had this one um, instance uh, when I was in Honduras. This captain he he confused me with the only other black guy there who looks nothing like me. He's from Ghana. Bro, like, first and looks, of all, all black people look alike. <laughs> yeah, to them. Um, so, like, he he comes up, like, taps you on the shoulder. Like, hey. Um, hey, Jamal. Fucking, 
<laughs> let's say his name was Jamal, right? Or since his military, his last name. So let's say his, his last name was Johnson. He's like, Johnson, yo, make sure that when you... And I was just like, that's not... Did you think... And he was like, fuck. <laughs> and like, it's in front of like everybody. <laughs> so uh, That's rich. <laughs> and of course, the other one, he's like over there. And I'm just like, nah, he's... He's actually over there, sir. So like, <laughs> like it's okay. That's funny. I definitely use that. To my I'm page. the other one though. <laughs> and he was like, "No, no, no! I didn't mean it like that." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." But I had to lean into that. As soon as you just look at him, you're like, "Eh, get real." <laughs> you knew what you were doing. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm the only black guy in my unit, and that's kind of interesting. Um, they they. You can kind of tell, like, when you walk in, like, the, the conversation changes a little bit because it's like they don't want to seem a certain type of way and all that shit. And it's just like, bro, I don't care. Like, don't, if you say something out of line, I'll say something. But other than that, it's just like. Yeah, I'm probably the one who's like gets out of line the most at my phone. <laughs> just because, like, I mean, you know me pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine seeing you in a working setting. Like, that's probably so fun. You know, I have trouble doing that as well. Seeing you in a working setting? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm playing. But, no, nah, it's, yeah, like, I'm the one who just kind of breaks all barriers. I'm just like, oh, like, I'm going to say what I want. I'm going to make jokes at the founder of the firm, the co-founder oh, of the firm. You like, go hard then. Absolutely. Like, nobody is, nobody's safe. I mean, hey, it's the way to be. I mean, like. And I mean, it's kind of like being who you really are. There's really no, not there's no wrong way to do it. Cause I, I guess there's limits and like code switching that you have to do in certain situations. But at the same time, it's just like, why would I not be myself and then have to keep up with that charade? No, nah, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely limits. So like you can't drop any end bombs. Like, oh, for sure. No, like, I don't like that's <laughs> just like, yeah, that's out of pocket. You can't do that. But like, I mean, within reason, like, I'm not going to disrespect anybody, mm-hmm. but I will make, you know, light of a situation or, like, you know, make a dirty joke or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, say my boss has, like, a grinder account or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, I'll make that joke, but I'm not going to take it, you know, any further than that. Huh. So, is it mo- it's mostly dudes that you're for? It's all guys. Oh, God. I mean, God. there's, like, six, seven of us. Like, we're all bros. Like, don't think this is, like, some huge corporate office. It's, uh, oh, okay. It's a smaller firm, but... You know, it's pretty tight knit. So you do you um ever feel like do you ever feel like that pressure of being the only black guy there? Like, does it ever get uncomfortable? Uh, I wouldn't say it gets uncomfortable until somebody outside of the firm might come in, and let's say like an annual meeting or something like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like you always have to kind of prove yourself a little bit more when you're a young black professional because they kind of look at you like. What are you doing here in a sense? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you got to prove yourself. Like you have to be on your P's and Q's. You have to stay sharp because that minute you're slacking is kind of like, even though they don't say it or they might not look at you in a certain light, it's kind of like. That's exactly what we feeling. thought it was. Yeah, You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like that. And it's like, I never want to really set the precedent of where like, you know. Like yeah. Cause like at the end of the day, you're representing the entire race. Absolutely. Unwillingly, but like, that's what you're doing. Absolutely. And it's just. It's just it is what it is. So I make sure I'm sharp and try and be as sharp as everybody else, if not sharper. How did you even get that? You 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 were were you always working in finance or what what No, so actually I have a bit of a story. It was 
one, I grinded and I prayed and I wrote it down and I had a bunch of people tell me I'd never make it. And I kind of used that as motivation and kind of said like, excuse my language, but like, fuck you. I'm going to get there no matter what. And um, so I first started, I was working at Audi and Porsche at the time. Mm-hmm. Don't test her. I just had like had the best job ever for somebody who was like 21. And, Wait, um, so you were just driving? I was doing test drives. So, like, when people would come in to test drive the Audis and the Porsches, you were just in there with them, or were no, you no, test no, no. driving all the cars? So, when somebody brings their car into the dealership to get serviced, it will be like, they'll be like, oh, my car's making this noise. So, mm-hmm. a tech will take a look at it, and they'll be like, hey, uh, Brian, we need you to put 50 miles on this. So, they give me the keys to, like, a brand new R8, and I'll just be like, oh, you want me to put 50 miles on this? Okay. And I'll, just, <laughs> just I'll be out riding off. around in an R8 all day. But then you get to a certain point where you're just like, you know what, like, I'm kind of stunting in somebody else's car right now, yeah. you know? And I remember there was one time I was uh, I was in a Porsche, I was in a Carrera, and I was on a hill, and the car was uh, was standard, so, like, it was rolling back, mm-hmm. and I, like, you know, I'll throw it in first gear, let it roll up, and then just keep doing that, just honestly being pretty obnoxious for a 21-year-old in <laughs> right. a Carrera. Right. And, like, some black dude pulled up, like, right next to me, and he was in, like, Pretty like beat down, like old acro with his seat back, like bumping some music. And he looks over at me, so I look back. I'm like, "What up? Like, what are you looking at, bro?" And he's like, "What you doing in that?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "The fuck you doing in that?" And um, he was like, "This is mine." I was like, "This is mine too." And he was like, "Oh, alright." And then like we just like drove off, and like after that moment, I'm like, "Yeah, flex on you, but." You see me in my car, it's going to be a whole different narrative. (laughs) So, um, yeah, kind of that. I kind of felt like I was living somebody else's dream in a sense where it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, the nine to five I was working was like, I'm in this $200,000 car, that's a $100,000 car. But at the end of the day, I had to go home in my beat down. I think I had a Jetta at the time. I think I was on my first car. And I was just like, yo, this is somebody else's Jetta for a first car isn't that bad, though. It's not. I mean, okay, but when you're driving around in an R8. It's like you get go back to the Jetta. It's yeah, like you're like wow. All right, cool. yeah, my first car was a same. fucking Contour, fucking yeah. Ford. Yeah, don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but I mean, it was free. <laughs> well, see, I worked to yeah. pay for my first car. So I, I have my first car now. The 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 Camry. Yeah, that's the first one I paid for. So like, I guess that's, yeah. So I'm with it. Like I'll keep that shit until it stops working. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. And hopefully by then I'll have been to a. Got to a place where I can get what I really want. You know what I'm saying? Get the house first. Don't don't get the foreign. Get the house first. I really don't know if I want a house, though. How about this? Save X amount of dollars. First of all, it doesn't even make sense for you to buy the car you really want until mm-hmm. you're super financially stable because mm-hmm. it's a depreciating asset. So you'll buy it. The more you drive it, the more it depreciates. Right. Every, if you think about it. Every minute that you have that car, you can even dial it down. Every second you have that car, it's depreciating. Right. Unless it's the classic. Right. It's depreciating. I mean, but I'm I'm not um I'm not like a car guy like that. Like the cars I want are like really just like practical. Like I want a Tacoma. Okay. And then like you know so like so I would get something that I would want to keep. Gotcha. Like not something I would you know want to you know. Yeah, I just got. I'm friends. not that guy. <laughs> that. I'm just like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I used to want to um. It was a some type of Kia. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, you lost me when you said Kia, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't say go that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, Kia's actually look pretty good now. They're not bad. 
I don't know. I wouldn't get one now, but nah, that's not that's not what I got my But iPhone. you know, I gotta get that Tacoma. And Tacomas like are just always like you get one used and it still runs runs like and it, it's cost is so as if Tacoma, they right? just mm-hmm. not the pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the smaller of the two, but yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's Tacoma and the Tundra, and I'm not. That shit's too bulky for me. I I already know what what I want. What? By thirty, I want the I want the Aston Martin, bro. Really? Uh, I want the Aston Martin. That's that's that like three years. Yeah, two three years, man. So to be thirty. Yeah, old, so, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not old yet, but yeah. It's old. I, I get mean, out of bed and it hurts. It's old. <laughs> I get out of bed and it hurts. <laughs> That's just that I'm beat up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so you're about to be 30. Like, do you feel like. I'm not about to be 30, bro. I just turned 28. Yeah. Give me some time. Yeah, so like, you're about to be 30. So my point is. <laughs> like, 21 year old you looking at where you would be at 30. Where are you? Like, are you on your way to where you want to be at 30? Are you like, uh, life's very humbling. So from 21, 21, I was at Audi. I would say, am I where I want to be? No. I mean, I feel like as a young adult, you always have an idea of where you want to be. Um, you know, whether it be five years in advance, 10 years in advance for me in this instance, it's seven, but you always think it's easier than it actually is. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, by 27, I'm going to have the R8. I'm going to have a Carrera. I'm going to have the houses. And I'm going to have two houses. I'm going to have this investment property. And it's just like you really put these, you know, I don't want to say false expectations, but these expectations where it's just all glitz and glamour. And, like, and it's all literally everything you name is materialistic when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, w- I wouldn't say we're... I'm where I wanted to be when I, you know, thought about it at 21, but am I happy with where I am? I would say I'm content, but, you know, always working. I think me not being fully, like, fulfilled with, like, you know, where I thought I would be makes me, like, grind harder. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just, like, you know, like, I'm happy where I am. I'm very thankful. Thank God. Thank my family for, you know, always having my back and allowing me to, like, reach my goals and everything, but, like, there's a lot more work to be done. Job's not done. Right. So like, yeah. So like, what do you, what do you view as happiness? Like what, what does happiness mean to you? Like what's the, is there an end goal or is it just like, when I reach this, I'll be boom. Like, I know it's never going to be a stop working thing, but like at the same time, no, I would you sit back. I don't think. And just bask in what you've done. Um, I think of, am I happy right now? Yeah, I'm happy right now. I don't think like there's a materialistic thing I can put on my life that says, oh, that's going to make me happier or, you know what I'm saying? It's not like for me, happiness isn't all these materialistic things. It's like, man, love, like nothing's like better than being around like family who loves you, friends who love you, having like compassion and being grateful for what you have and all these things. It's not having like the latest kicks anymore for me it's not about having like the dopest car or having like you know all these little things that really don't matter when it's all said and done but I think when I get to 30 I think 30 is going to be that next pivotal moment in my life where I kind of look back and kind of like absorb everything and really take everything in because it's like 
all right, 30, like, that decade's over, 20 to 30. Yeah. That's over. Do you feel like, do you feel like, because uh, when I think about myself, um, like, you know, I started working when I was probably, like, 16, and then I've just been working to survive ever since. And, like, do you think that you live your life as if, or that you set your goals as if you're not going to live long, or do you think you live, like, within this big planning for the future, like, I, I don't know if that saying. makes sense. No, but. It, makes, it makes a ton of sense. Um, no, I mean, I, I think I do, I definitely do planning where it's just, like, further out, but I, I kind of like to simplify things and say, what am I going to do today? Right. Focus on, like, what you're doing today. Like, you know how a lot of people say, like, an inch a day. It's, like, that's really where it comes from. You saying, like, I want to be here in five years without planning the duration in between is only setting you up for failure. Like, me saying that, like, in a month, I want to put on, like, an extra five pounds of of muscle and not focusing on what I'm going to do daily, whether that would be meal prepping daily, hitting the gym daily, just those things. It's like, how do you how do you expect to succeed in that in that aspect? It's like, yeah. you got you to gotta plan. So, yeah, I, I'm not really thinking about like when I'm going to pass or anything like that. It's more of just like, yo, like execute today. Keep doing what you got to do. Stay in that routine. You know, so you, so you don't think about the end at all. Like that is that, does it lower yeah. over you? What do you, are, are you talking about the end of, of like life? What? Like, of like life? period. Like uh, do, do you, no, no not even. Yeah, I mean, what's your time? What's your time? Yeah. So true, it's just like, true. I'm not thinking about how I'm going to die. When I'm <laughs> I, don't got, I don't got time for that. Yeah, true. Yeah. I'm still trying to um for me I I I'm still getting every time I reach like a new thing I end up um maybe sitting getting comfortable and then fucking it up a little bit mm-hmm. which I got to learn how to not do like like cuz uh, when I first moved out um with did college for a little bit was working more than I was going to class and then uh I had two roommates, and I was like, boom, like, eventually I, I want to, like, not have two roommates. So then I had one roommate, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, that's cool. Like, that's a step. And then moved here, which when I was a kid, I, you know, I used to love coming to Boston to see family and shit. Thank God you got out of Durham, bro. Fuck that. I love Durham. <laughs> kind of. Well, now when I go back, it's, like, not as, to I don't Boston, know, it's bro. different. But, um, like, so then I... I would, in the years before I got engaged and whatnot, I was just like, you know, telling like your pops, like, yeah, I want, I'm gonna move to Boston at some point. And he was like, I don't know about all that, bro. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I hear you. And then just kind of like lit the fire under me, like, shit, fucking do that. And then I moved to Boston. I've been living in Boston for like the last three years. So it's kind of like cool. I've done that, but also, goddamn, it's hard living in fucking Boston without like. Saving up, making that type of Boston money mm-hmm. to thrive in Boston. Like right. I haven't really started enjoying like Boston. living in Boston that right. much yet, and it's just like fuck. All right, cool, but you know, like, so I'm trying to figure out, like, at least before I move from Boston, Massachusetts in general, um, like how to get out of which I, I look up to you uh, for because like you. You know, you did your thing, like, your parents had your back and all that, but you also was grinding, 
like all the time and like you would spend money on stuff but at the same time it wasn't so frequently that you were you know sending out more than you were bringing in and like i just had just did not learn that and like it's a it's a hard lesson to learn later on especially like when you've already become so like behind and then you're still trying to be like okay eventually i want to the thing is like be ahead and then eventually i still want to get shit but at the same time you know what I'm saying? You saying you're behind? Is like you're behind compared to who? I don't know. So what are you behind in if you don't know well, you're behind in like what? like for example, like when I think about like uh credit card bills, which I know I can take care of because I've knocked out bills. Like I've knocked out credit cards in like one swoop. Like mm-hmm. when I when I can, when the money comes in like that, like I've knocked them out, like boom. I don't have those, and I cut up cards, or whatever. and then I end up using it because I like make a wrong move, because um, I don't like to. Uh, I get not that I get bored with jobs, but like very quickly, I get um, impatient with with my jobs. Right, like as uh, like I'll be working somewhere, and then like I just start to really feel the weight of all the work I'm doing not amounting to what's coming in, mm-hmm. and then I'll just be like. I gotta get out of here, and then like, and then I'll leave mm-hmm. without having something so concrete to follow it. And then like, I know that that's dumb. Like, I gotta stop doing that. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, then I'll do that, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'll get behind, and I'm like, fuck. And then I'll come back, and I'm like, so I'm never worried about like ending up homeless or like nothing like that. I'm just, um, I just realize that I keep putting myself in this cycle of like getting ahead getting comfortable falling back when you know when it's not as beneficial for me at one place because like i'm in the military that's what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life so everything else is like for the benefit like if my job's not bringing in the money i want i'm not staying there all right which i feel like is a good way to see it but i can't just leave either i mean yeah like i i wouldn't suggest that yeah just because like i feel like you're gonna stay in a place of dormancy and you're gonna jump from this job that's i don't know however what you're making but let's just put in for layman terms let's say you're making 25 an hour out one job you're like you know what this this compensation is not cutting it like i can't survive off of this right and then you jump jump to another job that's paying you a couple dollars more dollars more but you're gonna stay in that same routine and it's just like you need a so even with me, so I'll put myself in this situation where it's just like my current job, like I like it, I enjoy it, um, good at it. My company prom not promised me, but when we sat down, I talked about the last promotion I got. They kind of wanted me to be woven into like one of the like owners of the firm eventually, and me taking like money out of things and really like talking about like what we were saying before happiness and i feel like happiness is really i mean that's the most important thing in life don't get me wrong i love money like yeah for sure if anybody knows my dad you know my <laughs> yeah, dad like yeah, yeah we're about we're about the money like i wonder if he's if he ever uses that guitar still like <laughs> no he just bought he it because he just has fucking money <laughs> that shit was so cool to me like growing up and he would just like buy, and i'm like yo that's yeah, like my dad just buys shit. <laughs> He's that guy, bro. He just he just buys. Like, but at the same time, he worked so hard to get up to that point. Yeah, but he also just buys. <laughs> but he also just buys shit. Like love him to death. He's like 
He's probably my biggest role model or one of my yeah. biggest role models. And he just, but even then, like me looking up to him and just saying like, all right, Kodis, you got to get it. You got to work hard. You got to take no shorts if it's just like, and even like me, I didn't have a typical like, you know, like growing up, I didn't have a typical like childhood. Like I was working. Like, I know a lot of people, you probably thought, like, when we came down from Boston, it was all glitz and glamour. Yeah, a little bit. Nah, bro. <laughs> like, my dad would find something for us to do mm-hmm. every Saturday. I remember yeah. going up, coming up here, and then, like, we'd be working in the yard for some money. Yeah, you know imagine saying? that. And not <laughs> getting paid, because it's your dad. He's yeah, like, yeah, for you sure. you got a roof over your head. It's like, yeah, I know, but that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't ask to be here, bro. I mean, yeah. I appreciate it, but. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, like, he would wake us up at, like, 7 a.m. on Saturday, and we'd have to, like, go outside and, like, rake dead grass. Ugh. Rake dead grass. Organize Tupperware. Wake up. We're going to, like, we're going to go to one of the properties, and you got to mop the whole place. You got to go do some painting. And it's like, yo, like, my friends are sleeping in, watching <laughs> cartoons, eating yeah. Legos and Frosted Flakes, and... I'm sitting here mopping a floor and yeah. cleaning this dirty apartment and like, but yeah, that, that taught me how to grind. So, I mean, and I mean, like I, I learned a similar lesson cause it's like my mom, like by the time I was out of high school, my, my dad already passed. So like we already like missing that big part. But on top of that, like my mom was always like showing, telling me like, you know, I don't know why, but she would always, she made me before I got a, a job she had me doing volunteering mm-hmm. so i was like volunteering at the you know habitat for humanity they got that store the restore you ever heard of that well they uh, got this it? it's a habitat for, you know habitat for humanity yes but they have a store to where they like um it's almost like a fucking it's almost like a goodwill but it's for um it's not for clothes it's for like furniture all types of shit i bet so I volunteered there. I did about, I did that, what, maybe 30 hours a week for the whole summer. And I was just like, just going there, working, working, working. And like, like I, the next summer I was like, what is Bojangles? And then after, look, don't work at Bojangles. It's not great. But um, then like. Got down here. <laughs> huh? Well, up here. We didn't even got Bojangles. Nah, but. Y'all, y'all wouldn't know how to appreciate Bojangles up here. Or Waffle House. It would just wouldn't uh, work. Waffle House is banging. It's banging, but they, nah, that shit wouldn't work up here. No. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, I don't even know of a good diner up here. No. Yeah, we're not, we're yeah. not big on diners. Okay. Not really. But, so like, and now, from that point, I was just always working, just working, just, you know what I'm saying? I'd go to school, come home, and then like, on the weekends, I might work. You know, and like, so... Mm-hmm. And then my mom, my parents didn't have me, like, just sitting around enjoying life either. Like, we was always in church. We was always, like, during the summer when we weren't working, reading the Bible, waking up early as fuck, reading the Bible every morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right, bro. Uh, during the summer, one time, they had us reading the dictionary, like, just literally. Having an extensive vocabulary. But I love that shit. Like, yeah, now, like, because I, I just think about, and it, it annoys people, but. But uh, I think about the words people use like so often, and it's just like somebody will say something, and I'm like, eh, it's not really what you wanted to say, is it? <laughs> like, and like, but I love it. Um, so like, I appreciate being taught to grind too. But even my mom, of course, my mom grew up with grandma, and you know, she she know how to like make 
a dollar fucking work, like make a dollar last. And like, it's like she learned that, but then I don't know where the, between, between my parents' parents and then that knowledge going to them and then that knowledge going to us, it just did not happen. Something got fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> Something got fucked up because even my, um, my grandmother on my dad's side, like she's not frugal, like she's not cheap, but mm-hmm. at the same time, she don't just waste money. Right. Like she gave me her beat down car when it was to a point where it was like, I can still drive it, but I should probably get something else because I'm getting older. So she got something else and gave me that one. And then like she made sure I took care of it and stuff. And then like, of course, I inevitably at that point didn't know what to do with fucking cars. So like it basically blew up. But yeah, that I had to learn about cars. And then I now I now I get it. But, you know, check your oil, people, please check your oil. But and then um but yeah like you learn and I just I don't know why we didn't learn how to be more frugal and how to save money and how to you know what I'm saying like my dad was a big like uh he was a big pawn shop guy really yeah I didn't know that yeah 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 <laughs> like, like we like he'd be pawning shit to pay bills and shit and it's just like bro like we probably shouldn't have learned how to do it that way right but I mean but sometimes it's different. It's still grinding, but yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you're in a pinch. Sometimes you invest. The investment yeah. don't go right, and you, you know, you gotta start all over. But knowing how to get money and make sure the priorities are always taken care of—that's a skill within itself. Yeah, like that's that's hustling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's definitely hustling. Where it's just like, yo, you know what? I gotta take this short right now, but I'm gonna get it back. And you gotta do what you gotta do. So if somebody go going through that i respect it like i always say like i don't hate poor people i hate poor-minded people Mm -hmm. and there's just a really big distinction between those two where like poor people are like sometimes people are just down and out and they can be like the you know they can be trying but they just can't catch a break but poor-minded people just constantly shoot themselves in the foot and just do the wrong thing like like you'll have like uh, i'm not saying i got this but like you'll have like three grand in your bank account and you go buy some designer yeah. or like a band and it's like why would you spend a third yeah. of like you know your how pathetic this is like, yeah, right with your net net worth right. or whatever and like that's what i try to learn because like i never had the issue of uh like getting too much into name brand shit like i i'm glad like my parents didn't teach me that type of shit yeah. um and but like i still have to learn how to um just spend my like to plan my like budgeting wisely because like I'll the bills always get paid, mm-hmm. but then like I'm just like okay, so now that the bills paid, now what do I do? And like I'm always more so the check to check or like check and a half to check, mm-hmm. but like you know it'll be it'll it'll get better, but I I just have to figure out how to start learning how to do do that better. Right, you know, but. right, right, right. I, I definitely get it, but. I just I don't I don't get it. Like there's some people just, <laughs> some people are crazy, bro. Just like what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Like you make it so easy to shit on you. Yeah. Like, you know, and I just feel like and this is a lot of my friends where it's just like you gotta distance yourself where it's just like you just see people constantly doing just dumb things and it's like bro, like we're not doing that. Like save your money, invest mm-hmm. your money, like Spend it wisely. Let's not buy these forms. Let's not buy this designer. Let's not 
buy these bottles in the club. Let's let's not do that. But can't tell people how to spend their money. Yeah, can't tell people how to live their life. But then, but then they want advice. Yeah, when they see how you are and like. But then you stop giving advice when you realize they're not listening. No, listening. Forget. No, they always listen. Not following it though. It's <laughs> two two different things. Yeah, man. But yeah, shit. Yeah, man. So what's going I'm on good. with you? Me, I'm chilling, bro. Just trying to like start this new job, which um, it's an easy one. I mean, security jobs are always pretty, pretty simple. Um, I I, I gotta say this is probably my favorite one because it's like suit and tie company. Nice. Which just means I gotta get more dress shirts, but um, <laughs> not hit me up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I gotta get more dress shirts. Hit up that fucking Goodwill, um, Salvation <laughs> Army. But um, yeah, like I, I show up. I mean, I'm oh, it's pretty interesting because like it's a Hebrew school that I'm. Um, I, you gotta think about it. It's, it's the schools these days need armed security. I'm gonna leave that unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not gonna comment on that. Uh, they do though, but just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like that's where I'm working, and like I'm just at a Hebrew school, and I like, I'm just sitting there, just watching, make sure everybody good, and then I'm just like I have so much time on my hands now, and it's like I just started reading again, like, and I'm I'm gonna be using this time to be able to organize myself a little bit easier, cause like I have my own little desk, sitting at the desk to make sure you know. Access control, shit like that. So like, it's pretty good, pretty good money coming in. But it's on school hours, so like, you know, when they're off, I don't have work. You're not but making. Are you making money when you're not at work? You sell or no? What I'm what I'm trying to do is, um, oh no, I'm not salary. Um, so what I'm trying to do is figure out what other, uh, you know, like their this company's main clients are um, these. Hebrew schools and different colleges and stuff, um, but they also have other gigs like at hotels and stuff. So I'm trying to make sure I supplement those hours, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, yeah. But yeah, it's a better situation. It's not a situation I'm gonna have to do what I normally do and run from, get out of real quick. But <laughs> yeah, so it's better than that. But right. yeah, I'm enjoying it. Good stuff. Yeah. So when you think about life, when you sit back and think about your life, what was the most pivotal moment in your life? I mean, most pivotal moment, I mean, probably when my dad died. I mean, that shit just changed everything for me. Like, cause, uh, like I still, to this day, like I'll see people with their, you know, with their families and shit. And like, it seems so, I seem, I feel so removed from it. Mm-hmm. Like looking at it and it's just like, damn. You just feel like it's numb? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And like, uh, after that, I... I almost don't remember how I used to feel as a person mm-hmm. before that happened. Right. And like, it's just like so far a distant memory. But I remember like that day and then just this whole new existence almost started. And like, uh, you know, just every once in a while, like, I'll be like, damn, like, it'd be cool. Like, I wonder what. He would say about this or that or whatever, but you know, and that actually it was good that me and my aunt got so close. Her, her, his sister uh, got so close. Like we were roommates for a while, and like we are 
pretty close now. I mean, oh, this is the all you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, and like it's just like we got so close after that, uh, just because I don't know. He, she, and I are very similar as people. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of things uh, the same way, and we argue, but at the same time, we we understand that it's not because we hate each other. We just kind of like have our opinions and we stand on them. But um, so like we got super close, and we're still close now. And then uh, like me and my brother fell off for for a while, like when I was in the military, and then we got close again. Maybe a couple of years ago we got close again and then like we ain't looked back since. So that's cool. Me and my mom. Bro's just an interesting guy. Bro. Yeah, yeah, he's interesting that's for my, sure. That's my guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Just... He's uh yeah. He's great. I mean, but it's so funny because like I'll hear my like when my grandmother was here and she said something um about him always like talking and stuff. And I and I, and I I wasn't correcting her or nothing, but I was just like, yeah, I mean, I get how it happened though, because like we we used to always tell that month we used to always tell him to shut the hell up. Who George? Because he would always be talking, and we just like, yo, you're talking too much. Like no one wants to hear it, but like it wasn't the right way. Like that's not the right way to like approach somebody who has so much to say, right. who has so much to get out, and like eventually. It was funny because she was just like, yeah, like, he talks a lot, but wow, he was really saying some good stuff. And I was like, yeah, he's smart. First he all, just take too long to get album. there. Huh? How's his album? It was fucking great. That's good. I'm not, I'm not even, like, like, not even capping. Like, it was really good. Like, I was very, I was, like, very thrilled yeah, like to was, hear it. My brother. Yeah. yeah it was. Yeah, it was I, I never great. had one of those moments with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not even horror high. Like, <laughs> sucks. It's just the worst. Yeah, I always talk about um, with him. I always talk about horror high. That shit was just so funny to me. So backstory for people listening. Oh yeah, horror high is a movie that my brother Dwayne made. First of all, Dwayne is the worst name ever made. Let's. It's also your like, father's name. Yeah, I know. It just sucks. <laughs> like. Like, I just think about that all the time. Like, if I was at the bar, not to go up and talk to a girl, and she asked me, like, my name, like, there's no cool way of saying Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> like, yeah, what's your name? Dwayne. Uh, you can't say, like, <laughs> what do you, what's your nickname? Wayne. Like, that's equally as bad. D. Yeah, you can't say D because they know you're black. Like, yeah. off rip. Like, yeah. yeah what's your like, name? I'm D. Yeah, you just call me D. Like, nah, man. Like, there's just no cool way, like, of saying that. Yeah. So... Back to Dwayne having the sucky movie. So he made this movie. Um, Dwayne was like always like a thespian in high school, mm-hmm. really into like the arts. And um, I don't just don't know what he was thinking. So he filmed like a horror movie like in our old high school. And like the acting was like so bad. Like I've never seen somebody fall down the stairs in slow motion. Yeah, that was it was so funny to me. It's like yeah. watching as a kid, like, but you know, what's funny though, like between him and then, and then your dad's, um, your dad's bowling video, <laughs> you know what it is? It's equally There's as, one common denominator, equally as corny, like. one common denominator, <laughs> the fucking name Dwayne. Yeah. That shit is so funny to me. Like I, 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 uh, I haven't recently looked it up, but I saw it like a couple years ago again and I was just like, this is, yeah, just bad. I actually have both of those on DVD. So oh, do you? I can't find a DVD player, but yeah. Yeah. That shit is so funny to me. 
Um, but yeah, the thing about Dwayne is like that even translates into what he does now, like not being a firefighter, but um, doing music. Uh, well, nah, doing um, wedding wedding band. Like he's he's so good at it because he's so uh, he's really good at the at putting on a show. I wonder what the divorce rate is for the wedding. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've heard him sing on numerous. Well, occasions. see, the thing is, he's gotten a lot better. I'm not gonna lie. He's gotten a lot better. Um, like it's not to a point where I'd want to like sing with him. Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. Before you go any further, I vividly remember us being at the bar. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. And, and me singing sing- with that dude. <laughs> I never thought I would see you holding a mic, <laughs> singing into it with another male while he had his arm wrapped around you. <laughs> I have numerous pictures. I know, well. I know. And um, I just want to say, like, that's when I started judging you and judging your life decisions. Like, yeah, it was a. Uh, you really messed that one up, by the way. Pretty. <laughs> yeah, not one of your finest moments. But I mean, I, yeah, I yeah, I agree. But at the same time, there was also the penis costume. Yeah, which, yeah, which I think, I think that like no, that kind backfired. of backfired. That yeah. backfired on y'all. Like I, I, no, I killed first, that shit. It was I still killed bad. that shit. No, you did well. You, I did, you did well. well. But <laughs> however, you still had to walk around with the white penis costume on. You got to get the backstory to that. So the backstory to that was that um, what was it? Bowling. Yeah. You, like we you used got, to. I used to. I like bowling. Game. I like uh, betting with you a lot. Even though like I never win. Yeah. Um, like I remember we betted on a Steelers game, Steelers versus Patriots game. You just make very irrational bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I had to buy a bottle of Douce, which you didn't even enjoy. How did I not enjoy it? I told you, you said to you mail didn't it like to it. me. You were in like North Carolina at the time. Yeah, yeah. But when I, I when you, I finally it got illegal it to, to ship alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you wait a minute. No, I brought it. Though. We have to tell this story because <laughs> I told you it was illegal to ship alcohol, but you just can't tell them what's in the box. All right. And you told them what was in the box. Not it. So, I, ne- I never shipped it. Oh, so you lied. No, no, no. I brought it to you. Remember? No, you tried to ship it. And they said, no, I remember this. Oh, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dip shit. Like, yeah. I told you it was illegal. That's like telling them, like, oh, I have cocaine in this box. I just want to <laughs> ship it, though. <laughs> Things don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. Apparently not. And, uh, but yeah. And, like, you didn't even. Yeah. So. Did, first of all, I did like it. You uh, said you didn't like it. That, that's a lie. Because I support everything Jay-Z does. All right. Anyways, we'll have a whole Jay Z episode with just you and I guess another Jay Z fan. I don't know, but yeah. So like, there was the time where of, of the Duce bottle, mm-hmm. which yeah, never bet on the Steelers guys, but um, or never bet against the Patriots is probably better, except for the Eagles that one year. But I mean, like you know, and the what was it the Falcons that other year? Yeah, we beat the Falcons. Who came back? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a twenty-eight. Yeah. So the, yeah, don't bet against the Patriots. It's just not worth it. Um, but then uh, we were bowling, and I was doing fairly well. You were doing okay, and then we uh, all betted that you know whoever lost had to wear a, a costume that the other two bought. And I'm like, all right, man, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't feel embarrassment. Fuck this. I'm with it. So I lost. <laughs> Long story short, I lost. And then uh, a month later, 
they all come with this penis costume, and I'm just like, oh shit, that was great. Inflatable penis costume. You had to keep pumping it up. It was first of all, no, that just, you did though. No, that just like pause. Like that got <laughs> too out of pocket too quick. You not no, that just sounded bad. Point is, you had to what keep inflating it, and uh, but that was a fun night with it the penis good, costume. Yeah, like. It definitely backfired. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah, it definitely backfired. It's like, a lot you got, of... You got a lot of... Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of good attention for that one. Yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> a lot of people trying to touch my balls. <laughs> yeah, like... Because, of course, the balls were on the costume, too. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that it was, was that pretty was fun. Weird. Fun for me. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, uh... Yeah, we've had some good times since I moved up here. I don't... I, did, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that we'd be this close, you know, before I moved up here. Or do you want me to agree with you? Like, are you emotional on me right now? I mean, you can shed a tear if you want to. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> next time. <laughs> All right. So, um, we're gonna. Did you figure out what song you wanted to play? Uh, let's do Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. All right. Mm mm mm. Why is this not ready? You should have had this ready. Because you, no, because I, I asked you what song, and then you said, oh, there's like three different ones. And it's like, dude, just pick one. And you're like, nah, nah, it just depends on. So that's your fault. Okay. It's my point. Explain the black guy. The other black guy. <laughs> uh, is it, check me out. So yeah, so we're going to play uh, for this little break that we're going to do. We're going to play Check Me Out featuring. Kobe Supreme. And wait, which version? Because there's so many, it seems. How did you spell check me out? With two C's. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know. I know Spotify did that autocorrect, but. <laughs> nah. I put in check and then it, like, yeah. Anyway, so uh, just going to check me out. And uh, what am I going to play after that? Um, Let's do Jay Z, Can I Live? No, you're not putting two songs. You're putting one, I'm putting one, guy. Okay? After that, we're playing, uh, what is it called? What's his name? Zach Fox, uh, Square Up. So, yeah. Get 
We on the show. Check me out. Above the law. Check me out. I sag my pants. Check me out. To show my draws. Check me out. This how we ball. Check me out. Sloss and mob. Check me out. I fuck them once. Check me out. And never thought. Check me out. Nigga. All bad bitches. So money in, by the way. Feet 12 inch spring. Broke niggas die slow. On your feet while the rich get richer. Oh, Blisky no Gucci problems. Get money with Thomas, Louis V. Persona. Hit a nigga with a llama. You don't want them problems. I do my thing in the kitchen. See, that's a Pyrex vision. And I roll with the riches. Stay flipping those bitches. Stay away from the snitches. That's how you get those stitches. Only fuck with my circle. No square ass niggas. And we don't smoke on purple. Only kill shot the Benzes. Where a nigga come from? My niggas is so relentless. We don't play no games. Send a nigga to the dentist. Or to the ICU. That's how I see you. All about my business. All money business, bitches. All bad bitches. Feet 12 inches. Broke niggas die slow. While the rich get richer, OPM, check me out. All money in, check me out. That's a beamer, check me out. And a Benz, check me out. We do it big, check me out. Fucking twins, check me out. Then fuck they friends, check me out. Please come again, check me out. Please come again, check me out. Please come again, check me out. That's what I told her, check me out. Please come again, check me out. Please come again, check me out. Please come again, check me out. OPM, check me out. All money in. Check me out, nigga. Y'all see this shit? Y'all see this shit? What are you talking about? I don't know y'all Everything I hop in go fast. Today go by. I ain't gonna hey. say nothing to that nigga. Hey. I, I ain't saying hey. shit. I'm hey. just swinging. God damn. Hey. 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 Oh, get it. Square up. Nigga, throw that chair up. In New York, I merely rock. Hit the club, tear it up. I got Henny in my cup. Bitches, put your hair up. You was talking all that shit. When I see you square up, bitch. Square up. Nigga, throw that chair up. In New York, I merely rock. Hit the club, tear it up. I got Henny in my cup. Bitches, put your hair up. You was talking all that shit. When I see you square up, bitch. Okay. I don't need a gun. I don't need a, don't need a knife. As soon as I see that nigga, I'm knocking out his lights. Keep talking all that shit. I know that he a bitch. Pulling up to his house and busting in his crib. I'ma hit him in the throat. Break his fucking jaw. God damn. I love to break the law. We just fight. No more shootout. Hell no. Knocking you out. Hey. 
Kenny, Icky, hard for me to see. Ain't nobody in like, let me think, a week. But I'm coming after you, nigga, cause you talking all that shit. On my Instagram, my Twitter, leaving all them comments. But when I see your ass in public, you ain't even say a word. I'm a squirrel on that nigga. I'm a beat him out this world. I'm a do a back flipping karate chop that nigga in the throat. Hey, bro. Let me get some of them hot Cheetos you got. Square up, nigga, throw that chair up. In New York, I merely rock, hit the club, tear it up. I got Henny in my cup. Bitches, put your hair up. You was talking all that shit when I see you square up, bitch. Square up, nigga, throw that chair up. In New York, I merely rock, hit the club, tear it up. I got Henny in my cup. Bitches, put your hair up. You was talking all that shit when I see you square up. To recording, fantastic. Yeah, so that was uh, was the first one, Nipsey Hussle. Check me out. Yo, with, don't listen to that next song though. with Dom Jeez. Kennedy and um, who's the other guy in that Kobe song? Supreme or something yeah, like that? yeah, Kobe Supreme. And then the other one was, of course, Zach Fox. Square up. Shit was hilarious to me. Yeah. Love that song. Yeah, that was <laughs> extra. It's a lot. <laughs> but yeah Every time I hear uh, about Nipsey I just think about the fact that like A whole bunch of people came out of the woodworks And that like they really was fucking with Nipsey the whole time mm-hmm. And like I I don't know if that's If I should see it as insulting that Because a whole lot of people of course started You know Doing their different merches and doing their different marathon continues things and like they they would always put like the marathon continues on on the inner whatever they posted and shit and then like it it seems to you know because of that get a little bit more you know play and stuff and I just kind of feel like that's I don't know it's fucked up but at the same time it still brings more awareness to nip so. I don't know how to feel about it. How do you feel about it? Because you're, you're an actual Nipsey Hussle fan. Um, I mean, I feel like at first it was kind of, for me at least, like I saw like even like a lot of people that I knew pretty well, like they would post, they would post, I'm like, oh, RP Nip, gone too soon, it's time the third. And it's like, bro, you don't even like Nip. Like, you never bumped his music. And if you did, you only know like one song and that's Double Up, which like everybody <laughs> right. is literally bumping. But um, but then it's just kind of you know, like it's like you it's like whatever. I mean, I started it got to a point where it's just like yo, like you can still appreciate somebody, you can still mourn and kind of feel for somebody when they pass, even if you didn't know them directly or if you didn't listen to their music and have like you know that um yeah just that relationship with them through their music. You can mm-hmm. still feel for them, kind of what they stood for, and especially like somebody as prolific as like. Like, you look at Nipsey, and it's just, like, you kind of see what he was trying to do in his community. Yeah. Like, he had the means to, like, leave his community a long time ago financially, you know? But he kind of stayed and tried to, like, uplift and, like, really change where he grew up. And that ended up being the same place he lost his life. But, I mean, like, you have to fail for somebody like that. Like, yeah. even if you didn't really like their music, you still can't, like, that doesn't take away from, like, who they are as a person. And that's how that's how I felt about um when X when X got killed. Um 
X. See, whenever you say X, you kind of think of a couple different people. You can think about Exhibit, who's very much alive. You can think about DMX, who's also very much alive. But um, XXX, like right, right. <laughs> but um, when he got killed, uh, first, first thing I, first of all, it was the fact that he had this whole weird case to where whatever he did with some girl, like I don't know if he was abusive or if it's a rape case. I don't know what it was, but. Um, he had this whole case and shit, and then people weren't fucking with him, which I get that. And then mm-hmm. um, I heard his album, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was amazing, mm-hmm. like, for what it was. It was just like, that's really good shit. Like, this kid obviously listened to, like, yeah, rap, but uh, he obviously listened to, like, The Fray and, like, some other, like, contemporary rock music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you could tell. And it was uh, I fucked with it. And then um, to see that video of him just dead and just a whole bunch of people around him recording it right, was insane to me. And it was also in his, you know, where he was from. Like, that's where he was out there, you know, just without security, whatever, whatever, with money and stuff. And then he just got robbed and killed. And it's just like... It happens at home. Like, it yeah. always happens at home. And it's just crazy that there was a video of this. And same thing with Nip. Like, there was just a video of him dead. Right. It was like, how? Like, the fact that people chose more so, like, they, they chose recording it so they could say that they were there mm-hmm. over helping him out right. in any way. And it's just like, that's crazy. That's a crazy way for somebody to go out. Yeah. Just in a sea of cameras. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's the way it is now. Yeah. It's like social media. I feel like social media just changed everything. Yeah. Not even to make this a social media thing and change the topic, but social media just like it dictates so many actions in just everyday life now. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like people are snapping everything. Everything's on Instagram, everything's on like Facebook. Yeah. Like it's just like we're just like literally conditioned to like you know, like a lot of the problems I feel like we have in society are like you can only blame society. You yeah, know? Like for sure. That makes sense. And I, I used to, like, I used to have, um, like, because I have two Instagram accounts. One, I used to have uh, my, like, personal one where I post, I don't know, I don't even remember what I was posting on that. Mm-hmm. But um, then I had my photography one. And then I deleted the personal one because I, I just, I just started to realize that, like, I didn't, there was no real point in having that one. Mm-hmm. I just used the. The, and now, now I just use the photography one and the podcast one, and but it's it's really I'm only ever really using it for podcasts or photography shit. And like right. at the end of the day, like I don't need it, you know. And like mm-hmm. then I have Facebook, and like every once in a while I'll be like I really want to leave Facebook, you know. But then I think about the fact that I don't talk to my family as it is, mm-hmm. and like that's when I see them. Like <laughs> I see them on Facebook You're or, like, oh, or oh, on Instagram. Right. Like I, that's how I. Afloat, that's really right? how I check up on the people that I grew up with like and it's like do I one try to tell myself yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to these people every week no I'm not going to like I just know I'm not gonna do that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't care about them but if I want to put it in a list of priorities I don't care that much right not for me yeah I'm not I'm not big it's funny because I tell myself I need to be bigger on social media just because of what I'm trying to accomplish or one of my goals right now but it's just like, I just don't feel the need to really share, like, my life with other people. Yeah. And I really don't care where 
anybody else is really doing. Like, if yeah. you're not in, like, you know, the people I talk to daily, it's like, no offense. It's just, like, I just don't feel the need to keep tabs on your life. I don't want to see you post. And people post the same thing over and over. Yeah. Like, if you literally break down what social media is, like, I'll break down, like, the people I follow on Instagram. They're doing the same thing they were doing when I deactivated my Instagram for, like, a year. Yeah. I came back, I'm like, all right, bet. You're still in the club. <laughs> you're still acting like you got it. I know you don't got it because you owe me bread. <laughs> like, there were just, like, certain things were just like, yo, this is just, like, it's a fake world that people yeah. are living in. And then it's like you're constantly, like, surrounded by people who are comparing themselves to others. You're yeah. comparing yourself to people who don't actually have it. And, like, even, like, it'll be, like, it's everything. There'll be, like, relationships People like oh relationship goals and it's like if you're gonna judge somebody's yeah, based off whole of this one relationship picture. off of one picture, and that's gonna set the precedent oh. for how you wanna you know like embody your relationship, then it's just like when I tell you there's been so you, many times I've been around like with my girl like she'll try to take a picture of us like somewhere and I'm just like for what like are you not gonna remember this happened if you didn't take that picture like and I know and I know that I'm extreme on the other side to where I just I don't. I get so caught up in, like, just wanting to, if we're doing something, then let's just enjoy the moment. Mm -hmm. But as soon as somebody takes a camera out, like, let's take a picture. But I'm just like, yeah, you just killed it. You you killed the whole shit for me. But for me, I actually disagree with you there. Because for me, it's a little different. Those moments when you actually look back at, like, a year or two. You're like, oh, shit. Like, I remember that day. That was fun. Yeah. And not to say you wouldn't remember it without the picture, but the... Sometimes your brain fails you and you do forget. Yeah. Like when you have that picture as that refresher, you're just like, yo, that was actually like a good time. Yeah. And like now we uh we kinda agree that like when we go on a trip, like I'm gonna do we're gonna do what uh what we used to do with my grandma, um, when we would go out uh, or take a trip, like we'd get those um disposable cameras. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna get like one each and like take pictures, like use that disposable camera, develop them pictures and keep them shit. Right. And then like That'll be you still don't like the laundry line that some people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it'll be like kind of a in between to where I don't have to worry about someone like constantly in my face like every right, you know, right, like every day. Like let's take a picture while we're here. And then, it's but like, at the same time, you get to see it. That's pretty cool. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like now that it's like um, it's digital. Yeah, you, you just get so many different takes, and like yeah. by the by the second or third, when you're like, no, I'm I'm done with this. I'm sorry. Like if yeah. you just want to take a picture once. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, let's see what it Take is. Take that snap, and then be done with it. But if you're like, wait, nah, actually, I don't like my face on this one. Let's do it again. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm not gonna lie, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that does I'm, it I'm two not, and three times. You're not catching me slipping. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. You're not catching me. So I'm, I'm that guy. I can't. I can't lie about that. Yeah, but nah, it's just like, but I'm not a big. Even like when I was with um, my ex, like she was big on pictures. And I just was not the picture guy. Like, mm. I don't like, I'll get the camera on my face. Like, I'm, I'm chilling. Like, let me chill. Yeah. But it's like, over time, it was kind of like, when I look back, you know, at some of those pictures, like, when we were still together, it was like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. I remember that day. That was and, like, I'll look at, she'll have uh, good pictures, like, from way, way back when. I'm like, damn. All right. Yeah, I guess you had a point. All right, shut up. <laughs> but that's cool because that's more personal. That's more yeah. like that's you're not putting that out there for everybody to see, but it's more of people like living their lives based on like what they see on social media mm-hmm. and how fake of a world like the internet really is. Yeah. In that aspect, and it's just 
like yeah you're just constantly comparing yourself to people who are some people have it you know what i'm saying there's some people who are 27 28 have three houses have two lamborghinis have you know these materialistic things that you might look at that are cool and it's just like all right cool you got that but that doesn't mean i'm any less than you because i don't have that yet right you know and then just like when you said earlier you were like oh i'm so far behind that's what you're doing is like you're looking at these people who are just like oh they're my age i should be there and then you're right. like oh i'm behind and it's like everybody got a different pace everybody you know everybody don't take the same route to get there they could be a trust fund baby they can be they could have just got it you know on their yeah. own but it's just like everybody has a different path so yeah, and it is kind of cool like when you when you see people who are like so like just out there killing shit like yeah and then, and they're like at your same age. You're like, damn, boy, you, whatever you did, that's what's up. Like, yeah, like, but when you use it for a positive, right, it's different. When you use it and it's like hurting you, and yeah. really like you feel like it's diminishing your character and like mm-hmm. your motivation. I feel like that's when it's just like it's working negatively, and it's just like there's so many things you just look at. And you're just like, yo, this isn't, this isn't right. Yeah, it's it not good for you. Yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like this. So. I'm not saying I feel like that. You know, like I get all like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying that. But Is that what you do on Instagram? That's why you stopped it the first time? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nah, it's, nah <laughs> stop. Nah, I use, I use Instagram for, what do I use for Instagram? Honestly, I use Instagram for Jay-Z. He doesn't have an Instagram, so I got to follow like other people who just post like pictures of like Hove and like captions and stuff like that. Because Jay-Z is just, in my opinion, just probably... One of the most motivational people, in my opinion, mm. teach me how to like maneuver through this world. Um, I'm really into like home decor right now, which is like really a little weird. Like, I mean, it's not weird. Like, you have your own place. I mean, that, it yeah, makes sense. Valid, but yeah, like I'm transitioning <laughs> out of like this batch pad. So you know, when I first bought my condo, yeah, the first thing sure. I bought was a pool table before <laughs> groceries. Um, I thought it was a great idea. I mean, we had great the first parties. the first time I saw um, all of our family over there using the pool table as a table oh, was hilarious. That to was me. great. It was Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody <laughs> came over. I put on the ping pong topper and we had Thanksgiving dinner. And, and, and that was so funny to me. It's just like it was great. <laughs> so much for that bad, themselves. Bro. <laughs> but like now it's at a point where I'm just like, bro, you 28. Like you gotta yeah. Like I went and bought a plant two weekends ago, and I'm like, "This, oh, is, a, shit. this is adulting at its finest." <laughs> like, I've is never... it still alive? That that plant? Yeah, I got oh, the good. one that That's doesn't need to be watered. Every... Oh, you got a succulent? Nah, oh no, I not got... not 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 quite. I there. don't know. I, I don't forget what it's called. It's actually that one right over there. But oh. yeah, it's um, it's been good. Adulting at painted my room. I'm like, yeah, dude, that shit, bro. Did all that? I'm like, yo, let me like. When Carol, when Carol goes back for the holidays, like I'm just, like I'm pulling everything out and paint. Yeah, yeah I'm fucking. Yeah, like hey, that's what, like now I'm just like, I had like this one female friend come over and she was in her thirties. It was the first time she ever came to my house, and um, she, I think she was she was heating something up in the oven. I think I think we ordered a uh, pizzeria Regina, mm. and. Um, She's heating it up. She's like, hey, where are your oven mitts? I'm just like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me get you a washcloth or something. <laughs> so you can use. Nah, I'm not that bad. I just didn't know where they were. <laughs> and then she asked me, she asked me for something else. And um, she, oh, she asked me for aluminum foil. 
Ooh. And I'm I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I didn't buy any. Like, just things like that where it's just like, yo, like, I turned a blind eye. And I just got a roommate. So I, I'm renting out, like, my spare bedroom. And, like, I, like, sometimes she's a female. So I rely on her for shit. Mm. Like, yo, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make this sexist or anything, but yeah. it's just like, yo, roommate, like, like help me. get my back when I'm slipping, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, help me, you know, help yeah. me help you. If but, you say I don't got it, like, get it. So I can, yeah, like, I know. give you the bread. Just like, <laughs> please, like, I don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Instagram. So I look at home decor, Jay Z, and I look at fashion. Look at like you know what's going on in the fashion industry. That's pretty much yeah. That's but that also all ties back into what you are doing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you got the brand. It. You got the yeah. Paul Ramon. We're doing we're doing well. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make this. I don't want to make this the Paul Ramon episode. But I definitely want you to like get into that a little bit. Uh, so a good friend of mine, Stanley Rameau, we, uh, his dad passed in 2016 from a rare form of cancer called multiple myeloma. And his dad was a great man, a Renaissance man. He was a painter, a carpenter. He was, um, a musician, just really just a Renaissance man. And when his dad passed, it kind of, you know, really encouraged Stan to be the best version of himself, you know, Mm. have Stan figure out who he was and how he was going to live his renaissance. And he just came to me. He was like, yo, B-Day, like, bro, like, I want to start this clothing line. There's nobody else I could really think about, you know, really starting it with other than you. And um, I was like, game time. Like, let's do this. And, um, man, we, it's been a little over a year. And, and the first year was, one, I got to I gotta credit Stan because Stan is like, Stan's like me. Stan's a grinder. Like, he says he's going to execute on something. He's going he's gonna to get it done. And you could tell by, like, the success we had in our first year. So we just, first year was more um, just general merch shirts. We didn't release any of our cut and sew yet. But um, we had a show at the MFA, so the Museum of Fine Arts Boston, which is, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Especially as, like, a newly uh, black black brand. That was just, like, that was unbelievable. We did that. We had, um, Stan was on multiple talks, like, just different panels around the city. He did one at WeWork. He did one with, um... She's an influencer, Jesse Wu. Mm-hmm. She came to Boston. He sat on the panel for that. Uh, we had a Boston Globe, um, Boston Globe interview. So like the Boston Globe came to my um, came to my condo. They um, shot pictures of us. For, like literally, it was an interview thing, and it was just like this is mind blowing. Like what's happening? And then we had a within my network, we actually had the opportunity to kind of like pitch the clothing line to Chris Birch, and Chris Birch is the co-founder of Tory Birch. Mm. So that was absolutely huge. What like the fuck? that's so cool. Yeah, like we've just been really getting it, getting to it, and I think sitting down with Chris Birch was kind of like one of those all moments I kind of had where I was just like, "This is like, this is insane. Like we're this is like picking up some steam. Like you know we're we're getting shit done. We're executing." And once he started, like, really, like, saying, this is cool. Like, I like this brand. Like, we showed him, like, we had a lookbook for, um, for like, some of the samples we did for um, the MFA. And um, he was looking at, like, we had a flannel that said on the back of it, our rebirth will be registered. And, like, he just took that to heart and was like, I love this. Like, how do we sell this? Like, 
And then he started talking about companies that he's invested in. Chris Birch is a billionaire. Like, he mm-hmm. has so much money. It's just not even funny. Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I took this company from $50 million in rev to $200 million in rev. Now they're operating at, their gross margins are f- 60%. And just, it was just like, <laughs> oh boy, like, you're, you're no, really who we need to talk to. But um, it, it was all, all great things, man. And now... It's just like we have collection one coming out soon. Cut and sew. We manufactured everything. We went and picked our own fabrics. Uh, excuse me. Went picked our own fabrics. Um, literally, we did everything from scratch. That's so fucking cool. Everything, like everything. Tet packs, sent those out to the manufacturers. They're creating our samples, sending that back to us, and we're just ready to, like, let's go. Game time. Let's get it done. And it, it was funny because I always said I wanted to do a clothing line and everything that I ever wanted for, ever wanted in life and kind of like prayed for and kind of wrote it down just came true. And it's just like, I felt like the universe kind of worked in my favor. God worked in, you know, God was looking out and just, yeah, it just it was really humbling to see, you know, how much we got done. That's what's up, bro. Like it's, and that, even that's inspiring because like, um, because and the different the difference between um, like merch and then the cut and sew stuff, um, mm-hmm. I quickly re- quickly registered in my head because like um, like for the podcast, for my brother, uh, his music, for just my photography and stuff like there's so much like type merch type shit I want to do, mm-hmm. and um, I gotta you know start researching and studying up and figuring it out how to actually execute these things but it's so cool to like see you do because i actually remember i was here in 2016 yeah, i just thing. got here yeah. and i remember you telling me that you were gonna start a clothing brand bro this was yeah and then yeah we started. i remember yeah. <laughs> and you and you just fucking you and him you know y'all did it and that's so fucking cool to me bro and like and uh, i just gotta make sure that like i don't uh i have this habit of trying to get onto other people's things and like mm-hmm. like this you texted me this earlier yeah yeah i'm like yeah. this actually you texted me that last night yeah and i was like you know let me sit on this like let me like actually like, yeah you know like i didn't want to just respond for the sake of responding i'm like you know what let me let me sit on this and get him like a real response i'm just like Get the fucking job done. Like, yeah. Execute. Like, nah, don't. don't yeah. I mean, because like, it's crazy because, like, I always want to help other people, you know, do their thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but at the end of the day, it's me not wanting to, or not, by me doing that, it's me avoiding having to, like, start from scratch and, like, really risk it all on my own. But you're still starting from scratch. If you're helping somebody, you're still starting from scratch. Oh. They're not starting from scratch, but you're, if you're helping, you're starting from scratch because no. that's your process. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, and maybe that's just who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't always have to be, even with Paul Rameau, like, the face of the brand is Stan. Yeah. And I would never want to be the face of the brand because it's not my story. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'll help you. I'll be so, literally, I'm kind of in your situation that you are now where you're, what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I was there from the very beginning, but it's not my story. It's not my, like, sole company, you know? Right. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, think about this. 
Michael Jordan wouldn't be Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just those key, like, yo, you are just as important as, like, the main guy. And it's okay not to be the main guy because you have your own things going. You do your photography. Mm. You do your other things. But it's just, like, if that's who you are and you find, like, literally, like, you get pleasure in helping other people, then, like, seek that pleasure where it's just okay. like, oh, you know what? I can uplift other people. Like, that might be my gift where it's just like, yo, I can make – I can. Make others kind of see the best in themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because so. I, I, I wonder, yeah, because that, that was my thing. I, I started to um, tangle with um, whether I was doing it out of a fear of starting my own thing or whether I just really enjoyed doing helping other people. Because I do. Like, mm-hmm. when it comes to music, um, yeah, here and there I'll want to um, eventually, like, learn a couple of new instruments and like really start my own like music thing. But also I had the opportunity to help, um, help George with his, um, music. And it was so cool. Like, cause he, he sent me like all of the tracks and I just like listened to it like three or four times and I just put it in order, mm-hmm. like in a good cohesive order. And I was just like, dude, like I also got all this for you and this for you, this for you. And I was just like, I started coming up with videos for these. Like, every one of these, I got a video for it. Boom, boom, boom. And he's just like, dude, thanks. Like, And then I took a step back. Like, wait, am I overstepping? Because, like, this is your shit. But I just, I was just trying to show you what I got. Like, this Absolutely. is what. But, and so, like, for that, it felt like I was, like, helping. I was like, y'all really like doing that. But then I also, um, he's also, like, his next project, he's like, all right, I'm going to do everything by myself. And it's like, all right, cool. And I was just like. I didn't overstep, did I? Because I won't try to like take your shit, take over your shit. But he's like, nah. But it just made me realize that I do actually like helping, mm-hmm. like if I can. But I also shouldn't be like, um, kind of standing up under somebody until they let me help. Like you know, what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. no, I get it. Yeah. I, I think it's especially for like George, him being a like, because he's a musician, so he's a creative. I feel like a lot of creatives. When they make something like that, it's like your um, it's like it's like a release for them. Mm-hmm. It's like therapeutic. Like I guarantee, when George makes music, it's like a therapy process of him like releasing something. Because all those thoughts are coming from his head. So yeah. he's like, it's art, you know. When he really boils down to yeah. it, and a lot of people can just be like, uh, how do I say this without being like, I don't want to come off disrespectful, but like it's. They're sensitive to it, you know. They're yeah, really for just sure. Vulnerable, you yeah. know. There's that that aspect of it. And, and I like, think uh, he's he's not so much. He's not the most vulnerable. He's not the most sensitive rapper friend that I know. Like, there's one oh, more. There's who, others. Yeah, yeah. And you can just kind of tell to where it's like, I'm not gonna critique you on this because, like, you know, because you right. just don't want to overstep. Yeah, you don't want to overstep. You don't want to be like. Oh, like, you don't, you don't fuck with me? Yeah. It's like, nah, nah, it's not that. Like, I want you to do you, but I just want to make sure that what you're trying to put out is is what people are receiving. Because, mm-hmm. like, if this is what you want people to get out of it and that's not what's coming, like, let me tell you that so that you can maybe look at it again. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just, you know. At the same time, like, I get it. I mean, it's so cool to see. It was so cool to see him release something and, like, him be proud of it. And then, like, like and I was listening to it, like, again. And I'll still listen to it. And it's just like, yo, this shit is fucking good stuff, man. Like, not that there are no weak points in it or anything like that. But, I mean, that's just a matter of opinion. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everything you do, you should try to do better than the last thing you did and stuff right. like that. But, right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I definitely got a bump, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You do. It's cool. so on Spotify? Yeah. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal? all of them. Nice. I don't know if it's on Tidal. I don't have Tidal. He says he says it's, it is, though. It should be. Because he uses DistroKid, so it should be on that. And it's Swami the Bohemian. Bohemian. Because we're from the Bull City. That's what that shit said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very corny at first, but it's just like at the same time, it's like, nah, man. I'll rock with it. <laughs> you people from North Carolina. Just hey, man. It's the best place to be from, you know? Better than being from, you know, Massachusetts. Okay, let's 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 literally <laughs> let's squash this right now. What does North Carolina have that's better than Boston? You know what? Sorry, better than Massachusetts. I just compared a state to a city. It's not right, that. Yeah, yeah. It's not even um, I don't know, man. I'm talking shit. See, there you go. <laughs> um, I think our our research research triangle is better than y'all's. Like y'all have a lot of good schools, but and we do too, and we have like our 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 RTP is better. Which schools are better than Massachusetts schools? Duke. First of all, I should disown you because this is UNC family. I mean, I love UNC too, but at the same is time, Duke, Duke as a school is better than is better than MIT. I'm not saying better than MIT, but Harvard. it's up there. It's up there. It's they're like in the. Same like top no. ten or something like that. No, no, they're not. I think so. I don't know. I didn't go to either one of them. I don't give a fuck. It's fun. Oh yeah, and you did go to Harvard. I don't know. What you're Harvard about. guy. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, I I feel like unless you have anything else, I could probably wrap this up. What do you think? Um. No. Nah, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Like, Bless. and uh, you got anything you wanted to shout out or other than Paul Ramon? Because I mean, um. Nah, man, just everybody live your renaissance. May the best year today's be the worst year tomorrow's, and stay focused and grind. I like that. And also, um, shout out to Swami the Bohemian. Keep doing your music, bro. Um, it better be on title. I think it Swami. is. Swami. I think it is. I'm not sure, though. Um, you can follow Paul Ramot on Paul Ramot Official. Yeah, on Instagram. Instagram. And I'm um, pretty sure com is the website. Correct. Um, you know, you already know where to find me. Uh, Mark D Projects on Instagram. Uh, Cluttered Pod on Instagram. And uh, Twitter. Yeah. Fucking have a good night. Oh, yeah. Gotta do the outro. If you're knocking, then we gon' buck. I swear it's so This is actually swami. Bull city, y'all throw it up. Yeah, I know I'm derm as fuck. You derm as fuck? I'm derm as fuck. She derm as fuck. She derm as fuck. Yes, sir, we derm as fuck. Everybody around me derm as fuck. If you're knocking, then we gon' buck. I swear it's a lot of us. Bull city, y'all throw it up. Yeah, I know I'm derm as fuck. You derm as fuck. I'm derm as fuck. She derm as fuck. Yes, sir, we derm as fuck. Everybody around me derm as fuck. Uh oh, swami back. It's another Swami rap. Swami the nigga, how you figure? Pull a lyrical trigger, kill a nigga, then call me back. Take a look at the city that made me. And we both see the niggas be crazy, mainly when we be snapping on beats. Light a match and leave a studio blazing in heat. You craving the seat, you can't ever beat. And niggas I'm fucking with, stay undefeated. Your brain is depleted, you lucky right, and finally you breathing on me. You better not be sleeping. Bull City Kings, and we coming for the rings. Please don't press your luck if you knock it, we bucket.
my niggas be dumb as fuck.